<laughs> Season one, let's do it. Hey, beautiful humans, you're listening to the Human Experience Podcast, hosted by me, Kiara Marie. I'm a functional nutritional therapy practitioner and a functional diagnostic nutrition practitioner. I'm here to share my human experience, as well as have these raw and powerful conversations with leaders in the health and wellness space. The Human Experience Podcast began because I truly believe our souls are here to experience a wide range of emotions, make mistakes, own our past traumas that led us to make them, and face our deepest fears in order to grow. The Human Experience is a conversation about self-development, conscious awareness, normal human responses, and connecting mental, emotional, physical, and spiritual health. The Human Experience promises to deliver authenticity and diversity. The Human Experience community is a group of humans doing the work so they can live their lives to their fullest potential and are here to break intergenerational family patterns so that generations to come can too. At The Human Experience, we're diving deep. Thanks so much for tuning in. Enjoy the show. Hello, everyone. It's Kiara, um, your host of the Human Experience Podcast. I am so excited about today's very special guest, Cindy Enriquez on Instagram. She, this girl has so much talent and so much freaking patience because she creates these beautiful graphics on Instagram on her feed to help you guys. For those of you who are having a hard time navigating the grocery store, navigating ingredient labels while you're trying to make better eating habits or better food choices, Cindy is your girl because she makes it so easy for you. She literally like holds each product up and tells you what you should get instead. Like now we really have no excuse guys. (laughs) Um, Cindy also has a YouTube channel, which I will link in the show notes. Um, So just be sure to subscribe. Um, And yeah, we just chat about her personal healing journey and where she was. And as soon as she stopped counting macronutrients, as soon as she started counting the chemicals in food and making sure that she buys and puts these better alternatives into our body with simple ingredients. She dropped weight at the drop of a hat. Not that that was her only intention. Her only intention was to feel better in her own body, not have these lingering symptoms. She was doing everything, workouts, eating quote unquote well, and military diet. I didn't know that what a military diet was until talking to Cindy here on the episode. So I think you'll learn a lot from this gal. Um, She is a soon-to-be functional nutritional therapy student, um, which is what I am, a functional nutritional therapy practitioner. Um, So soon she'll be able to help others with nutrition needs. We need more NTPs in this world. We need them. So if you're interested in becoming an NTP, let me know. I mean, I found out by word of mouth too, by um, following someone on Instagram who we mention a lot on the show, Eleni. 
Eleni has been such a light in my life because she's she was basically the, the catalyst for all this for me. I followed her. We had similar st- symptoms, and I I wasn't shy. I was I reached out to her and I was like, "What does this mean? What does that mean? And should I do this?" And like she was still navigating her journey as well, but you know we were there for support um, for each other, and she. Yeah. I saw her becoming an NTP. So I was like, oh my gosh, this is what I need to do. I need to do this. And that became a whole thing. And here I am. Eleni also said I had a good podcast voice and here I am. (laughs) So I also link uh, Eleni's um, Instagram handle in the show notes, keep your caffeine. So if you guys are interested in the woman who inspired both Cindy and I to become NTPs, give her a follow. And again, let me know if you're interested in becoming an NTP. Um, But yeah, you guys will gain a lot of insight from this episode. So I hope you enjoy. Do you want to be in optimal health by having better digestion, glowing skin, better sleep, and more energy? That's where I come in. I help women heal so they can own their bodies by having better digestion cycles and moods. My customized programs are for you if you have thyroid issues, gas, bloating, constipation, diarrhea, acne, or other chronic conditions, and if you're committed to making the food and lifestyle changes needed in order to reach your goals. If this sounds like you, shoot me an email to schedule your free discovery call at kiaramariewellness at gmail.com. Now back to the show. Hello. Hi, Kira. Hello, Cindy. How's it going? Good, <laughs> good. I'm doing well. How about yourself? <laughs> good. Um, you know, we were just chatting before this and mm-hmm. feeling a little bit overwhelmed, but mm-hmm. we we all feel overwhelmed at times and that's okay. Yes. Um, I think it's how we manage it and I'm sure we're going to chat all about that and how it relates to gut health. Because today's episode is going to be all about gut health and how Cindy has managed to transform her gut health. And we're going to talk all about healthy food swaps to make it easy to transition to better eating habits and as well as periods, because I think that was a really big struggle for you. Is that right? Yes, it definitely was for sure. And everything, I mean, stress. Just everything. Periods, just yeah. everything. Because sure. when our guts are so damaged, it kind of just, it, it's the baseline. It, it impacts everything. Your energy, oh, yeah. your moods, yeah, your cycles, uh, your digestion, of course. Mm-hmm. So let's back it up a little bit before we dive into the good stuff. <laughs> so Cindy and I know each other just through social media, just through Instagram. Um, we haven't met yet because Cindy lives in Ohio. Is that right? I live in Iowa. Oh, Midwest. Iowa. Why do I yes. freaking like, mess up the two? Because they're four letters and, you know, <laughs> I don't know anything about, is that like the Midwest? Yes. Okay. And you're totally fine. I am so geographically challenged. <laughs> Me too. 
<laughs> I have not been any further. Well, I guess now I've been to Denver. So there's that. But that's the fur- furthest west I've ever been. Mm-hmm. So still have lots of traveling to do. And maybe one day I'll end up in Iowa and go say hi to Cindy. <laughs> I know. It would be so nice to meet you. Yeah. Or if you're ever on the East Coast, I'm in D.C. pretty much. So, yeah, hit me up. <laughs> <laughs> We can chat all about gut health and there's so many cool like hip spots here in DC that I know like you and I would just have a blast at. And I, yeah, and I, I'm pretty sure you know all the food spots. I'm a huge foodie, so I would yeah. definitely would want to explore with you. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. And I feel like I really like the movement that we're a part of because I feel like a lot of restaurants are definitely incorporating gluten-free menus everywhere we go and not only that but cleaner ingredients that's awesome I I wish Iowa I mean it's kind of starting to catch up we have Mm -hmm. like one paleo restaurant but I just I can't wait for the day until when we have you know much better ingredients yeah all the restaurants that we go Mm -hmm. have gluten-free and all that stuff (laughs) all the good stuff I know that's how I feel (laughs) when I go to Austin or Denver because I mean those cities I think Portland too. Like those are like, re- or of course, like Cali as well. They just have, it's like a part of their culture. Oh yeah. It's ingrained. And I'm more importantly, a big emphasis on local food and, you know, it's grown like right around the corner kind of deal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so I love that. And we're going to chat all about that. So, um, yeah, we met each other through Instagram because you actually began your journey by working with an NTP, right? Yes, I did. And I was actually trying to remember, how did I come across Kiara? You know, I was just thinking about it the other day. And um, I I, I think that's how it is that I found you because you either were featured on the NTP's, yep, Eleni's Instagram story. And so I'm like, okay, who's this chick? So I'm going to yeah. check you out. <laughs> so I checked, so out you page. <laughs> yeah. I checked out your page and um, you were just, from what I remember, and I mean, from what I've seen now on Instagram stories, you're just always dancing and the food <laughs> that you're making. Oh my God. <laughs> the food. Oh my gosh. Just yeah. everything. I mean, yesterday you made brownies and just everything oh. you... <laughs> Oh my gosh, you're just when I see your Instagram, you just kind of remind me that I need to play more because I'm so go, go, go all the time. And when I see you taking baths and just dancing with your mom and just like making all these delicious food, I'm like, I need to play more. Oh my God. Okay. I'm so glad you said that. And that makes me really happy because I think I never used to play. I actually just chatted about this with my epi- in my episode with Sierra, how we just mm-hmm. need to play because we don't allow ourselves that time because we are go, go, go. It's ingrained in our society that we need to be productive. Otherwise, we're not worthy. But that play, I use as that time. I use that time to like re-energize and like just be present and like have fun because I don't know, life is just way too short to be mm-hmm. so strict with yourself. And I, I was, I think, especially when I was starting like my healing journey, I was like, I can't do anything. Like this is my main priority, but I didn't realize how much play had mm-hmm. an impact on, on that healing aspect. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Eleni, she 
uh, and I talk about this with my in my episode with Sarah Lolly. Um, uh-huh. I'm so excited for that one to drop, by the way. And this will <laughs> I can't wait to hear it. <laughs> that would have already dropped by the time this one comes out. But um, yeah, she was the catalyst for me even starting this healing journey. She was oh, sharing really? her story, and I know she speaks to several women on her stories, like just so well, like it just hits mm-hmm. you. And mm-hmm. so it was like 2016. I was like experiencing all of these gut issues. I was like, I don't know what's wrong with me. Cut out the dairy, cut out the gluten. And then I saw Lenny's stories <laughs> saying that she was cutting out grains. This was before she became an NTP. This is like way long before. Mm-hmm. And um, she was just trying to figure things out on her own. And I was like, oh, my God, I have, like, similar symptoms. She's like, yeah, you should try cutting it out. And I did. I told my mom. And she's like, oh, my gosh, you're practically paleo. And I was like, what the hell is paleo? (laughs) (laughs) And she had a cookbook lying around because she had done it. Um, She just saw it as, like, a temporary fix kind of deal rather than, like, a lifestyle change. But Mm -hmm. she had, like, a cookbook lying around. And I, like, just dove right into it. You know where you're just, like, (sighs) just so (laughs) – intrigued by something I read like the entire thing in like a day I was like oh my god this is it I'm doing it like and just full I I tend to do that like whenever I see something and I'm like it speaks to me like I just give it my all and like a hundred percent and just dive right in and um it changed my life and I was doing it for like months and months and months but then I noticed some symptoms like starting to trickle back and like my stress was high at the time and I just, Mm. I knew that something was off. Like my stool was not great. And like my hormones were like all over the place as far as my moods go. And then I was like, okay. And then, you know, I sought help, but then I saw Lenny becoming an NTP and I was like, what is an NTP? What do they do? Like all about the career path. I was asking her about it. I did my own research and I was like, that's it. I'm becoming an MTP. This is it. This is my career. Like, this is what I'm going to do. Uh, so she's been like the driving force. Oh, and then I still have the screenshot. I actually talked to her the other day about when mm-hmm. she, cause I started a blog. I started a blog um, when all this was happening and I had interviewed her because I didn't know how to work a podcast at the time. <laughs> I had interviewed her. So she, I literally emailed her the questions and she emailed me back her responses and I put it up on the blog and um, I was talking about it on stories and she responded and she was like, okay, total side note, you have the perfect voice for a podcast. It's so soothing. (laughs) You do. (laughs) And I was like, what? That was like the best compliment I ever got. And I I still have that screenshot. So like when her, her and I are going to do an episode. So whenever that drops, I'm going to share that screenshot and I have her to thank for just so much. Um, so we're both grateful for you, Eleni, if you're listening. <laughs> yes. So I love you, Eleni. <laughs> yeah, we love you. Um, so she was the catalyst for you, too, because you yes. are currently enrolled. Is that right? I am actually going to start in September of oh, this year. I'm so excited. Shoot. Oh, my God. Oh, I thought you were already in it. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So I think it's because I talk about gut health all the time. On all the time. Instagram You're practically just... already one. You just need to get the, the actual training. So, yeah, the program for anyone who's interested that we're referring to, because I talk about NTP and, like, all these letters and, like, what the heck does that mean? So, they actually put an F in front of it. So, it now stands for Functional Nutritional Therapy Practitioner. We are, um, we got, or I got, 
and uh, Cindy's getting her training through the Nutritional Therapy Association NTA training on Instagram. So if you guys have a dying passion for nutrition and helping others, that's where you start. Um, we highly recommend the program. Everyone there is like family. I know I made really good friends and still keep up with friends all over the country um, who were in the same class as me. So I really like it. Yeah, I <laughs> can't so wait. I'm excited for you. Yeah. I, I cannot wait. I, I mean, before, I mean, even before I started working with Eleni, I'm like, I know a lot of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and then just working with her, it was just, whoa. It's enlightening. It, yeah, it was it was a lot. So I I can't wait for the program. I'm sure I'm gonna learn so much more than what I know already. Yeah, it's um it, it it's like tying all the pieces together of what you know, and it's like ah okay that's why mm-hmm. you know like those aha moments. So, um yeah, it's really great. But I want to hear more about Cindy and what sparked this. I mean, decision to start it anyway. Like, where were you before you started working with Eleni? Whew. Okay. Well, <laughs> I feel like it's been, it's been a long time. So basically, I mean, I have always been so interested in health and fitness. It's just something I've always been so passionate about. And when I turned 18, I moved away from my house to pursue an accounting degree. Wow. Um, yeah. I went, wow. I went to school Whoa, for an accounting. <laughs> Are you really good with numbers? Like, I, I mean, yeah, I, I, I love that whole being detail oriented and you totally um, are. We can see it just... on your Instagram stories. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I think it has a lot to do with, um, not, get, not to get all like woo woo, but I'm no. a Virgo. So I feel Ooh, like <laughs> you are, that's right. Yes. I noticed in your email. Oh my God, you totally are. <laughs> yep. So I just. I have to, you know, just be organized and detail oriented. So it just kind of goes with me. So I thought accounting. Side yeah. Do you, know, do you know your moon sign? Um, I looked it up the other day and I think I was Sagittarius. Oh, Sagittarius. Okay. I feel like yes. that's your calm and that's what keeps yes. you grounded. Yes. Because it's funny because I just, I know so many Virgos and <laughs> I, I say that with like such a bad connotation, but it's not, <laughs> it's not, I get like so many different vibes from Virgos, but I really feel like your moon plays a huge role and as well as like you're rising. I don't know if you're rising. Um, it's kind of like the mask you wear and how you communicate, whereas your moon rules your emotions. And then mm-hmm. your sun sign is obviously like a big chunk of who you are, but okay. Sorry. Yeah. No, you're totally fine. I love talking about this stuff. Yeah. (laughs) So basically I went to school for my accounting degree and I moved to a completely different state. So when I first moved, I felt so free and it felt so good to just kind of do my own thing. And, um, but then that freedom kind of began to fade a little bit for me and I found myself feeling very lonely. And so I started to work out to kind of fill that space. And at that age, I mean, I was 18. I didn't know much about living a healthier lifestyle. So all I would do is cardio, Mm -hmm. like nonstop cardio. Mm -hmm. And so I continued on to just do cardio. And then when I turned 21, I decided to take things a little bit more seriously. And (laughs) yep. And on social media um, at the time, I was just scrolling and everyone was counting their calories and counting Mm -hmm. their macros. Mm -hmm. And so I thought, 
I need to do the same thing. So I obviously started counting my calories, started counting my macros. And along with that, I um, decided to go harder at the gym. Mm-hmm. and just harder and harder. And I remember being on the treadmill one time and I was burning a thousand calories. What? And yes. I don't think I've ever done that. <laughs> <laughs> yup. I was, bur- it was, it, it was at an incline and I was going really fast and I was burning up to a thousand calories. And I just thought if I just work out harder and diet harder, I'll be able to look the way that I want to look. So I went on to kind of continue counting my food for several years, along with other doing other things, um, because I was trying so many other things along the way. I was eating low fat, low carb, carb cycling. I tried the military diet once. What is the military diet? It is crazy. I, I'm trying to remember what all we had to eat on the military diet, but I want to say it was anywhere between three to five days long. And I remember that we had to eat something like in the morning, it was a cup of coffee, um, bread, I think it was, and then like a grapefruit. And that was, and that was breakfast. Oh my God. And then like lunch was tuna. I remember mixing my tuna. (laughs) And then I can't even remember what dinner was, but I remember having to eat like uh, ice cream. And so that was military diet. What? So obviously, severely not eating enough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I tried this thing. And so after trying all this stuff, I was I was just nowhere near the way that I wanted to look. And I had actually gained so much weight throughout that process um, of just eating the way that I was eating. And I kept thinking, well, I just need to keep cutting my calories. I need to keep cutting them because I need to be in a calorie deficit to lose this weight now. And honestly, looking back at things, I'm sure my hormones were a disaster mm-hmm. <laughs> since mm-hmm. I was eating low fat and I was eating low carb because I thought fat and carbs were bad for me. Right. And oh my gosh, I ate a ton of protein. Like, oh my gosh, girl, I can't even imagine how I ate so much protein and I had just a ton of protein shakes all the time. Oh my God. Same. I've done that before. I've never done the military <laughs> diet, but at one point I was eating like 30 more grams of protein. Cause I, I, I pretty much have a similar story. Like just, um, I was like overweight at one point. I just went hard in the gym and that mm-hmm. for me looked like immediately just, um, uh, lifting really heavy weights for my mm-hmm. little frame and, um, just working out like a little man. and then I was counting the the macronutrients and everything not paying any attention to my micronutrients Mm -hmm. and but it was more so the number counting and then I remember at one point I was eating I think I was like 130 pounds at the time and I remember eating 160 grams of protein oh my god and that was also when I was diagnosed with leaky gut and so I'm sitting here eating all this protein that's not getting absorbed so it's causing more inflammation I'm not breaking down this protein it's causing dysbiosis (laughs) it's a whole length of things and we're just taught like you got to eat your protein it's good for your brain you know it's more about how the body functions Mm -hmm. more so than what you're consuming obviously like within moderation like we don't want to be consuming the things that could um be detrimental in the first place yeah but yeah more so how we're 
we're fun our bodies are functioning yeah so you were eating that and then continue <laughs> yeah so um I, w- I was doing all those things and they were they were obviously not working out very well for me mm-hmm. so toward the end of I want to say it was 2017 yeah 2017 I was like you know what I need to try something different and I actually started getting into podcasts at the time and Mm -hmm. I came across an episode where they talked about paying attention to the ingredient label and so I'm like okay I've never done this all I've ever paid attention to is the calories and the macros what are they talking about when they're talking about the ingredient label yeah (laughs) and so I started to pay attention to the ingredient label of everything that I was eating and honestly just really asking myself is this an ingredient that I can pronounce? Do I know what it's doing to my body? Mm-hmm. And is it coming from real food? Mm-hmm. Or does it sound like it's a science experiment? <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, as much as I would love to find, you know, uh, a donut tree outside, I don't think I'm going to find <laughs> one. <laughs> Let me know if you find one. <laughs> oh, my God. I've not heard that one. That's funny. And so um, after doing this, and I only did it for four months, just paying attention to the ingredients, I lost 35 pounds. Shut so up. Yes, four months. Wait, and I so lost this was before weight. you started working with Eleni. By the way, you guys, yes. Eleni, she's an NTP on Instagram. If you guys want to follow her, I keep referring to Eleni. People are like, hey, what the fuck? Who is Eleni? <laughs> it's keep your kefi. So it's K-E-E-P-Y-O-U-R K-E-F-I on Instagram. She's wonderful. Go follow mm-hmm. her. Mm-hmm. Um Okay, so <laughs> this was all before you met her. Yeah, this was all before I met her, and it kind of ends up being that I end up working with her. But yeah, there's more to the story before even working with her. <laughs> what? Okay, tell us. Yeah, yeah. So I lost 35 pounds um, just so easily, and I, I think it was just I reduced all this extra inflammation that I was carrying on my body, clearly, and I, I just couldn't believe it. I was truly in shock that something like this had actually happened. But then this is kind of where things take a little turn. Um, a year later, it was 2018 and I bought my first home. And on top of that, my boyfriend and I decided to renovate this home. So the intel. Yeah. So this. Entire- Wait, all by the age of. Oh, let's see. How old I was. So I was, I'm 27 now. So it was 26, 27, 26. Yeah. Oh my God. I didn't realize we were the same age. I didn't realize that. Yeah. But you're going to turn 28 before me because I just turned 27. So you're going to turn 28 this year. Yep. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So you decided to renovate. Yep. We were decided to renovate the home and, um, I mean, the whole entire home buying process was beyond stressful for me. And then just having to renovate the home on top of that. I mean, we were working 15, 18 hour days just Mm. to get this renovated. And I think this was honestly the final straw for my body because um, obviously wasn't sleeping enough. Um, I had so much stress on my plate and I think it was the buildup of all these years of just high stress and dieting and my body fell apart and it came back with a vengeance. And so I, I mean, now I realize that 
the human body is so smart and it's always whispering to you. And one day, once it's had enough, it, it shouts, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I felt like I had taken 10 steps back with my health. And I was really confused because I was still eating healthy at that point in time and paying mm-hmm. attention to ingredients. Mm-hmm. But this was no longer working for me. Even mm-hmm. when I would eat healthy, every single thing I would eat made me really bloated. Like I yeah. couldn't even drink water without feeling bloated. Yeah. And I just look pregnant all the time. Mm-hmm. Just so Same. much inflama- inflammation. And mm-hmm. I think it was it, it was just really hard because um, when I would go out, I would really have to think about the outfits that I would have to wear. And I was constantly yep. wearing black because I, yep. I didn't want other people to see the bloating. And mm-hmm. when I would go to restaurants, I would start unbuttoning my pants even before <gasps> I started to eat. <laughs> oh, babe. Yeah. Oh, my god. Yep, yep. I started doing and that. Mm-hmm. I actually, like, listened to a podcast episode not too long ago. And it was, like, a doctor or something. She was, like, saying she has patients who who deal with inflammation and bloating and how – they sometimes would even have to have different size um, pants, like yeah. jeans. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, yeah. Like, I can relate to you so much because I would go to my mom and be like, look, this is not normal. I mm-hmm. look four months pregnant. Yeah. Or even more. Like, I felt like – I was like, this is not normal. And she was like, you're fine. You're fine. And, like, mom, I love you. <laughs> but <laughs> I was not fine. No. Something is wrong. Something. Yes. And it just gave me the most anxiety because like you, I had to overcome body image as well. I was like, I can't go like this. I'm not worthy. Like, mm-hmm. like just telling myself all these terrible, terrible things, mm-hmm. not showing myself love yeah. or grace or anything. Cause I was like, you got to work out harder. Yeah. You got, you're so lazy. Like, and I was feeling so depleted. Like I'm sure you were too, mm-hmm. energetically, physically, emotionally. Oh yeah, and I didn't have the strength to go into the gym, but I still was going, pushing it six days a week because I was like, "You got to work out harder. This is the only way." Like, yeah. Eh. But anyway, go ahead. Yeah, continue. no, that I mean, that's exactly the way that I felt. I I, I was like, I just got to keep doing harder. I got to keep doing things harder, and eventually something will happen. So, just like you, I knew something was wrong with me at that point. You know, because I shouldn't have to unbutton my pants before sitting down to eat. And I just didn't know what was wrong exactly. And so some of the things that I was kind of experiencing was obviously I was always bloated and it was the worst when I was on my period. I mean, I really looked pregnant then. And mm-hmm. um, I just, I didn't know what was going on. And I always used to think, well, everyone's bloated on their period. This is, this is normal, but it's not. And I mean, I've come to realize that it's not normal. It's common, but it's not normal. Yes. And and this is just a clear indication that something's going on with my gut health, with my gut health. And Mm -hmm. um, I, the other thing that was going on with my periods is I had really light periods. So Mm -hmm. I'd maybe bleed for two to three days. And then I would have like so many days of just brown bleeding. Mm. Um, and then my hair was falling out, um, I, which something that's something I actually never even noticed until I would go visit my mom and she'd be like, why is your hair so thin? 
And mm. um, the other thing that was happening was the outer third of my eyebrow was missing. Yeah. So I, it just, it's like the hair just stopped growing. And um, I think one thing, so that was physically something else that was happening. And then one day I just woke up and I had spots on my hands. They're no longer what? there. Yeah, they're no longer there, but I just woke up and they came out of nowhere and they look like age spots. And that was embarrassing because, you know, I was thinking, well, I, what are people going to think when they see my hands? And um, the other thing I was also experiencing was my memory was so bad. Mm. Um, and <laughs> there was actually one time when I was talking to my boyfriend and I was asking him to bring me something from the refrigerator and so I mm -hmm. looked at him and I'm like, hey, Nicholas, can you, can you bring me some, can you bring me this from the, uh, the, uh, and I was looking at the refrigerator. Oh my God. Oh my yes, God. It was crazy. And wow. I, was, I was looking at the refrigerator, but for the life of me, I couldn't, you couldn't recall know what it was. No, I couldn't recall. Oh my God. And it was wow. honestly like that for so many things. Like I couldn't, I couldn't make senses and my memory and mm -hmm. the brain fog was just so bad. So I mean, mm -hmm. periods were all over the place. Hormones, I'm sure were all over the place, even though I was never, you know, tested. I just knew something yeah. was wrong, you know? Right. Um, right. Sorry, if you hear these crazy dogs, <laughs> guys, they are just like going nuts. And I wish I could just press mute. Um, like that movie click. <laughs> You know what I'm talking about with Adam Sandler? I wish there's a remote for them. And I just, oh my God. They must be so happy for something. <laughs> no, I think they see someone outside of a window. That's what's happening. Oh. And my mom is out there trying to wrangle them together. <laughs> Sorry about that, guys. Quick intermission. <laughs> okay. Um. So, yeah, the memory was bad. Yeah, everything was just so bad. And so... Um, by the end of 2018, um, I had nothing left and I had, you know, no idea what to do with my health anymore. And luckily that's when I came across Eleni on Instagram and I had been following her for several months, but, um, I think she actually started her, um, gut rehab blueprint program and she was looking for beta testers. Oh, yep. she was looking for beta testers and, um, this was actually a really uh, scary time for me, too, because I had actually quit my corporate job um, to kind of pursue an entrepreneurial route. And so, you know, I bought the house, I quit my job, and then I was living off of my savings. And oh, my God, Cindy, <laughs> you and I have such similar stories. Like, seriously, I don't know if you were following me at this time, but I bought a house. Uh -huh. That following day, I quit my job. What? <laughs> the, and the job that I had actually gotten the house through, because I was in the mortgage industry, so I I got my job or got my house, mm -hmm. and then I was like, I can't do this. This is so like terrible for my health, like just posture wise and like mentally and emotionally, it was so draining. <sighs> Um, and I, I quit and I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do, but I, I'm going to figure it mm -hmm. out. And I like wanted to pursue the entrepreneurial route as well. I did get back into things just because, um, I did unfortunately run out of savings. Yeah, no, I totally get you. 
um and yeah but that's so crazy we have similar like health stories yeah. and similar like oh my gosh this is like really cool to know okay yeah so continue. yeah so she was looking for beta testers and um I think when I came across that post it was like November um November of it was sometime in November and I had quit my job October of that year and so I was like oh my gosh I feel like I need this. Like I, I need to figure out what's going on because I just no longer had the mental capacity to do that on my own. Um, and it was scary for me because, you know, I had just quit my job and now here I, here I am with this opportunity, (laughs) um, to invest Mm -hmm. and it was very scary, but anyway, um, at the beginning of 2018, things started to kind of do a complete 180 for me and I decided to work with her, um, to heal my gut and really started to do some of that inner work to finally start managing my high stress levels. I think that that's something that I have always just um, dealt with and I've kind of pushed through before. And I also started to sleep more because I'd actually get up at 3.45 in the morning every day. What? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Going to bed at what time? Um, I think it was – I mean, I didn't go to sleep that late, but I, I think it was 9-ish, 9, 10, 10 o'clock-ish. So, I mean, even still, that's not that much sleep. that's not enough and so um so I kind of started the program with her and through working with her also I finally stopped counting my calories and my macros after doing that for almost six years so that was wow six years six years Mm -hmm. oh my gosh I think I did it for two years maybe and then I was like I mean, like, we'll dive into that later, but yeah. yeah. Wow. Six yeah, years. Six years. And it was crazy because I, I was going through the, the program with Eleni and I remember texting her and I'm like, I don't know how to eat. I, I, this is how I've eaten, you know, the past so many years. I, I Wi-Fi eat too much. Wi-Fi too little. Wi-Fi gain weight. I had lost complete touch with my body and its signals. And so um, that was that was something that kind of was a little hard within of itself, um, just stopping that. And I ultimately wanted to stop doing that because I'm like, I don't want to do this for the rest of my life. I do not want to be counting my food. And so um, through her program, I just learned so much. Um, and this investment in my health, it was, and it has been one of the best decisions I have ever made. And it was really eye-opening to learn even more about health and wellness. And ever since working with her, I was able to get rid of my bloating as well. And I definitely try to watch my stress more closely and just sleep more. So um, I think I, I forget who, who said this quote, but sometimes we have to slow down in order to speed up. And mm-hmm. that's something that I had never done I had never slowed down and I was just, you know, like I said, I was always go, go, go. And it was just nice to be able to work with her and not only know what I used to know about ingredients, but now my body was functioning in the way that it should be so that I could absorb all these things. So 
I guess you could say I'm I'm glad I went with my gut <laughs> and decided. Yeah. <laughs> See what you did there. <laughs> and um, yeah, I'm glad I decided to kind of make this investment in my health because it changed my life. And I'm I'm forever grateful for my experience and its ups and downs because it, you know, I in the future I'll be able to kind of be able to understand and support another woman who has been in the same position that I have been in. Yeah. yeah. So that's pretty much wow. That's that's everything. <laughs> wow. Wow. What a story. Thank you for sharing that with us. Yeah. I can't believe we have actually I feel like a lot of women might have similar stories and a lot of women might be struggling in silence because they're embarrassed mm-hmm. um or whatever the case or just have been told that this is normal that these symptoms are normal they happen just the way of life. And I encourage you, like Cindy and I have done, we said something is not Mm -hmm. right here. And intuitively, our bodies know, yeah, something's not right and we need to get to the bottom of it. And I don't mean going to the doctors. And I think that's what a lot of people do. Um, When something's off, that's what I did. I went to the doctor and luckily I had a uh, PCP who was very informed about functional medicine. She didn't practice it herself, but she was informed because actually one of the practitioners there had dealt with Lyme disease and she was um, approaching things in more of a functional route, but this specific PCP that I was seeing um, wasn't really, and um, they didn't have the certifications to perform functional medicine. So we had actually ran a stool test and have you done any tests? No, I haven't. I actually really want to do a stool test and, um, you know, eventually a hormone test because, you know, Mm -hmm. I, I have definitely made a huge change, but I still think that, you know, I could always be better or there's something that could still be better. So I would love to do that. And I mean, I'm just so interested in like <laughs> seeing all these tests. Oh my God. Yeah. I, it's really funny because I, I thought I was getting all the proper testing done. I was like, you go to your doctor, it's covered by insurance. You know, this is what the lab shows. And it, it was like all normal. It was all like, you're healthy. You're fine. Like, tell me more about these symptoms. They just, my doctor wasn't understanding mm-hmm. like what I was explaining. Cause she never really heard of it before, I guess. It was just very unusual. Mm-hmm. And, but then she was like, let's run a stool test because a lot of the, the symptoms I was having were digestive related. Oh yeah. And, um, just feeling constipated. It was just bad. And guys, oh my God, constipation is probably the one, like one of the worst feelings in the mm-hmm. entire world. I think you just can't be yourself. And you don't feel yourself emotionally and physically. So yeah, we ran a stool test and it, it just, it wasn't like an in-depth stool test where I would be able to run here shortly. Um, but it did show, um, dysbiosis. So there are some opportunistic bacteria and she was like, here's a probiotic. (laughs) Okay. So this is the first no, no. (laughs) <laughs> no no and we think I mean we're taught we see the commercials on tv and stuff like you know take the align probiotic or whatever it is so I went to Costco got the probiotics and whatever she was so she was trying to be helpful like she so was on my side and like was doing everything she was trained to mm-hmm. do but this is why we have like functional nutritional therapy practitioners and other functional practitioners in the space 
because we dive a little bit mm-hmm. deeper. And um, so I went to Costco. She gave me her number and she was like, text me the one that you get. I just want to make sure it has this strain and that strain mm-hmm. and blah, blah, blah. Um, so I was taking it, but I still wasn't feeling better. Um, and then, but yeah, she was like, here's what leaky gut is. She knew what leaky gut is. And a lot of people like don't believe in that Mm -hmm. phrase because they think it's, I don't know. They think it's fake. I don't, Mm -hmm. I really don't know, but, um, it's not a well talked about Mm -hmm. subject in conventional medicine. Um, but leaky gut is essentially when, and I talk about this in a previous episode too, but when the gut lining, the tight junctions that com- comprise the gut lining are open and they are allowing these food particles to be recognized as foreign invaders because it's supposed to, the, the gut lining is supposed to stop these foreign invaders from coming in, but it doesn't recognize that they're just food particles. Um, so that, that causes inflammation and inflammation, as we know, leads to several kinds of diseases. Mm -hmm. So, you know, when you have thyroid dysfunction, look at the gut, when you have an autoimmune disease, look at the gut. And that's why we put such an emphasis on gut Mm -hmm. health because of the gut brain axis too. If you're having mood issues, look at the gut. I can't. Like, stress this enough, you guys. I want it to drive home. Look at yes. your gut. Get the proper testing. Um, and, and that's why it's also different because when you get functional lab tests, uh, diagnostic lab tests, you can actually get um, tighter margins on these uh, markers, meaning that we're looking at optimal health rather than just most of the population, which is where conventional medicine gets their ranges from. And most of the population, as we know, is not in optimal health. So when things come back normal on your conventional lab tests, yeah, they might be normal because most of the population feels this way, mm-hmm. but it, it, it's not. So that's why we highly recommend looking at um, a GI map, which is a stool test. And Really, um, if you go to like any functional practitioner, they should be able to have access to that as well as an organic acids test, which looks at your urine and can see if you have certain yeast markers, um, neurotransmitter markers and and see what's going on there. Or like the hormone test that Cindy's talking about is the Dutch test, which is highly, highly recommended. Um, And those are really like the top three that I would start off with. A food sensitivity test is also can be beneficial. Um, I think a lot of things might come back if you if if like like Cindy was saying she has or she had a reaction to pretty much every single food. Um, And that was because her gut wasn't healthy. But I think um, it's important to remove as much as you can while the gut is Mm -hmm. healing as well. So, yeah. So much with gut health, and you put such an emphasis on this on your Instagram, and I really love it, and your YouTube channel as well. And a lot of it also has to do with like healthy food swaps. So, I mean, tell us about where you started with that. I know you said that you started looking at ingredient labels, but was there a time where you just like went and ransacked your pantry and fridge and was just like throwing (laughs) things out and just 
completely revamping how does one start like without yeah I was trying to think of when how I how it is that I started um I think it was definitely the oils um just stopped cooking Mm. and Mm. stopped buying things that had oils in them like canola oil corn cottonseed Mm. and soybean vegetable oil because oh my gosh these oils are everywhere I mean, if you just mm-hmm. go to the grocery store and you look at the ingredient label, you'll see one of these highly processed and inflammatory oils. And um, I think I was researching how or why these things were so processed. And so the the process of how these oils are made is basically the seeds are gathered, whether it be from like corn, cotton, soy, um, or the rapeseed plant, which is where canola oil comes from. And so when these mm-hmm. seeds are gathered, um, they're heated to really, really high temperatures. And so once yes. the seeds have been heated to these really high temperatures, um, they're processed with just chemicals and um, petroleum-based solvents. And, so, the, and so, so that more of the oil can be extracted from the seeds. And so these solvents that they're using just are creating such a horrible smell. So in order to kind of not have that smell, they deodorize these oils with chemicals, even more chemicals. Oh my God. Wait, yeah, I didn't yeah. know about this. What I knew about these oils was that because they're heated to such a high temperature, they yep. then oxidize. And then once they enter your body, they release free radicals, you guys. And those over time cause you know, your cell damage and cell damage can lead to so many things, but we most commonly know Mm -hmm. it as cancer. Mm -hmm. Um, But your cells are not healthy. And I think, (laughs) oh, we've just been told that vegetable (laughs) oil is so healthy for us. And just no, these seed oils that that aren't Mm -hmm. supposed to be heated. Yep, exactly. Um, And that's when it's a problem. When you look at your chips, (laughs) check your ingredient labels. Because I, I bet you, unless you're buying a good brand, and this is why it's important. And, and I can't wait to dive into this because I want to talk about how yeah, you started. So you started with the oils, but like I want to talk about budgeting and stuff because I know a lot of people use that excuse. Um, not excuse. Sorry. <laughs> not excuse. They just, they just use it because that's what they're see- mm-hmm. their minds are seeing. But let's look oh, at yeah, the end for cost. sure. So you started mm-hmm. with the oils. Yep, started with the oils. And then after that, I just kind of took it step by step. So I started to really pay attention to the, what I was eating with my breakfast. And I would research every single ingredient, <laughs> every single ingredient and what it could possibly be doing for, to me and my body. And so that's kind of how I started to be mindful mm-hmm. of things too. And I mean, there's apps out there nowadays that will, you can scan mm. the barcode of the specific item and it'll kind of categorize it how, how uh just a little bit of a description of what that item is doing doing yeah what what app are you sift it's sift that's one of the ones that i've heard of and then um i think back then i used to use think dirty but that was more for like personal care products um and then yeah 
the healthy living app. That's another app. And I mean, obviously, not everything is going to be in these apps because they're not perfect. But it kind of Mm -hmm. gave you an idea Mm -hmm. of like, okay, this is what this ingredient is, or this is what that ingredient is. Um, But yeah, definitely the oils, they're in everything. And if you can do one simple thing, it's to start with the oils and you'll kind of even when you're at the grocery store, when you're looking at these items and you see these oils, they just quickly add up um, and they're, they're, they're pretty much in everything. Um, so just making healthier swaps mm-hmm. is, is what I've done. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what oils, you talked about the ones that are inflammatory and not good for our health. Which ones? Yeah. So I love coconut oil. Um, I love coconut oil. I love cooking with ghee. I've started to look into ghee Mm -hmm. and that one for anyone who has um, problems with dairy, they've, they've taken out the milk solids. Mm -hmm. So try dairy or try Mm -hmm. um, ghee. And that might actually um, be very helpful. Um, and just like the saturated fat, so mm-hmm. coconut oil, ghee, um, lard, uh, tallow, um, what's the other one, duck fat. And, um, and I have mm-hmm. also use things like avocado oil um, and um, extra virgin olive oil. Um, if I'm going to make like a salad mm-hmm. dressing of some sort, then I'll use, you know, avocado oil or olive oil. Um, but those are the oils that I've been using and I've kind of been just kind of messing around with a little bit more oils um, because I didn't used to look into ghee so much. And now I love it. It's so good. It is. We just got oh, yes. um, fourth and heart, the squeezable bottle. That's been really fun. We um, also are a big fan of butter over here. I don't know if you can see oh, butter, yes. but I do love a brand that I'm a huge fan of. You know who I'm talking about. Yes. Organic Valley. Um, they are so awesome. I love, I wish they had a raw butter, but I don't know. I wish I'm going to contact them because I'm actually part oh, nice. of their brand ambassador program. And I wonder if, <laughs> like, why isn't that a thing? <laughs> Because raw butter can actually be so healing uh, for some people um, if they mm-hmm. have the gut integrity for it. Um, but the raw cheese, I do really that well is, with. So that's really that good. A- no, they're they're raw cheese, and it's. Um, I've actually started to be able to eat now more of like the butter and uh, the cheese just because I have healed my gut. It no longer affects my stomach, yes. and I don't feel like my stomach is a disaster anymore. So it's awesome. It's crazy. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. You guys, I used to eat like a pizza and oh my God, it would send me like straight to the bathroom or like I'd be so gassy and bloated after. It would be in so much pain. I remember going to the hospital because oh I was gosh. like, I'm dying. <laughs> oh my God. I'm so dramatic. But seriously, that's how I felt. I've gone to the ER several times. Um, I'm going to say like three times for gut, oh my gut related issues. It was so bad. And um, they look at me like, you're fine. Everything's normal. You're fine. <laughs> and I was like, I felt like so invalidated. Like, God, I probably look so stupid to these people. Wow. But, um, yeah, my gut used to be really bad. And now, of course, like I eat dairy regularly, oh, clean, yeah. organic, pasture-raised, grass-fed dairy. You got to um, have the quality. So <laughs> when it's 
Yeah. And just really quickly on raw versus pasteurized, because I know there's a whole debate about yeah, this stuff, you should, whether it's safe or unsafe. Tell me, no, I was going to say, you should talk about that. That. Yeah. I never talk about it because I feel like, I don't know, a lot of times, like, I want to stir the pot, but then I'm like, <laughs> I don't want to stir the pot on, <laughs> like, all these debates and stuff. I just don't have the energy for it, but I'll do it on here. So raw dairy is unpasteurized. It basically leaves when you, when it's pasteurized, it wipes out half the vitamins and minerals, uh, not minerals, vitamins and enzymes that lie in the dairy. Okay. So we're essentially wiping out the enzymes that help us digest the dairy. So it makes no sense to me. So raw dairy keeps all of those. So it's really easy to digest as long as you're not consuming <laughs> like the whole block of cheese. Like you guys, we don't eat like a whole crap ton of cheese, cheese and butter, just like all in moderation. But yeah, so it, the vitamins can are beneficial obviously and as well as the enzymes that help break down the milk solids and everything um i would never consume raw dairy from a cow who is oh yeah uh, Mm -mm. in the factory farm being injected with antibiotics and hormones and all those things i wouldn't do it it's un it's unsanitary it's not safe um but like i said the cheese that we're consuming is from pasture-raised cows and it's organic and we're sure of this and mm-hmm. yeah so yeah I cheese is just so good I remember just like going into my refrigerator and like grabbing I know. a little bit and putting it in my mouth and yeah yeah I think a lot of it too and that, that's something I've been more mindful about is dairy mm-hmm. is comforting it's really comforting and so I do have to like and just be mindful of that like okay am I reaching because I'm like feeling sad or something or I need some extra comfort like can I provide that to myself in some way but also I'm like <laughs> I just want a turkey sandwich or a panini and I just want to like slap some cheese on it because it's that good <laughs> um <laughs> but yeah so anyway okay so back to yeah you were, you were kind of talking about just budgeting breaking was. Yeah, I think it was budgeting. Okay, yeah. Okay, so what what do you do? Like, do you set a budget for yourselves just so you don't go crazy? Because I could go crazy <laughs> at Whole Foods if someone allowed me. Like, I could come out with hundreds, <laughs> hundreds of dollars. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, really well, before I think everyone goes to the grocery store, I think they eat at home or, um, you know, take a little snack with you so you don't find yourself feeling yeah. hangry or you know just wanting to buy all the chips yes. and the sweet treats um because you know carbs yes. are our main source of energy so when we're at the grocery store um hangry this is the first thing that we're going to gravitate towards so i i obviously you know before mm. i go to the grocery store i make sure that i'm fed <laughs> and i make a list um, of what I want Good to buy and what my game plan is. Um, so I, I meal prep every single week and before I go to the, yes, even still, <laughs> well, I guess like that's what you were doing anyway. You're like kind of, you work from home. So that's yep, you... I still wow, meal prep. Awesome. And, um, I mean, I just, I, I make a list of everything that I want to eat for breakfast, make a list for what I want to eat for lunch and dinner. And, um, and then I finally go to the grocery store. And if you kind of find yourself getting overwhelmed at the grocery store, you don't know where to start, you know, 
go back to the basics of getting swapping out those oils that we talked about earlier. Um, and so I don't really set a budget to myself because I've, I've spent pretty much, I always spend the same amount of money. Um, and I pretty much stick to the same amount that I spend every single week. Um, but I know that some people, it's a little intimidating and they think that, well, if I'm going to start eating healthy, it's going to start costing a little bit more. But um, I think one thing that people or one thing that kind of switched in my thinking was, what's it costing me to not eat healthy? You know, is it costing me my health? Mm -hmm. Is it costing me the way that I show up with everyone? It's costing me, it's costing me a lot. Mm -hmm. And so I'd rather you know, make that investment in my health and um, just kind of go back with how much I spend. I usually spend around anywhere between 75 to $100 a week. And obviously, everyone's needs are going to be different yeah. with what they eat and whether they yes. have a family mm -hmm. and stuff like that. Um, but that kind of leaves me to it's going to be anywhere between 10 to $15 per day. And when you go out to eat, it's easily one meal is 10 to $15. Whereas, you know, I'm eating breakfast, lunch, a snack and dinner all for 10 to $15. Um, yeah. So you save a lot. Wow. <laughs> yeah. That is so eye-opening. Mm -hmm. That's so eye-opening. Oh my gosh. You guys, if that didn't like just totally change <laughs> your mind. <laughs> Yeah. I don't know what will. <laughs> wow. Okay. You really broke it down. That is awesome. So about $75 mm -hmm. to $100 a week. And obviously you're shopping. Are you shopping for, is that just this for is you? Just is for, me. for you and your yep. boyfriend? He has his own home little okay. budget. And he's actually another, he's another accounting <laughs> major. So we kind of split the bills and I pay for my stuff and he pays for his stuff. <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, yeah, um, yeah. obviously, if you have a family, you're going to want to budget it out. But um, I kind of just put a, a limit, I guess you could say, of $100. Um, and if I do want to try something out, well, then I'll try it out and see if I have, you know, extra money to spend on whatever item that I want to buy. Because I do. I'm so curious. I love trying new foods and yeah, and that's a mm -hmm. big part of, like, your YouTube, right? Yep, trying new trying things new and things. just helping other people with future swaps. And, I mean, in general, I'm just a huge foodie, so <laughs> always trying new things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think you make it so simple, too. Like, you have the, the graphics and everything, and she has, like, ingredient breakdowns, you guys. And these healthier swaps <laughs> are so good. Like, I do not miss anything. If anything, I just, I feel worse with these foods, especially now mm -hmm. that I know how my body's supposed to feel versus, you know, eating these other foods that have these inflammatory oils and refined carbohydrates mm -hmm. and yada, yada, yada. And I, I, I don't know. I can't even imagine, like, how I would feel if I were just on autopilot just consuming these foods that I'm not even being mindful about I, yeah I just I don't know 
I don't know, guys, there's just a whole different mindset shift that occurs when you transition to healthier, healthier eating habits. And I think like Cindy said, Mm -hmm. it's what's it costing you? Is it costing you like how you show up for people? And I think that one's huge. And I haven't even thought about that. I mean, yeah, I was thinking about like, okay, what's it costing you down the road, like hospital bills, things of that nature. But how you show up with the loved ones in your life. <laughs> Are you moody? <laughs> Are you sassy? <laughs> because we can change that. Like you don't have to be, I don't want to say it. You just, you can be living to your fullest potential. Oh, yeah. Just by yeah. And I mean, small changes. Yeah. And I think the, one of the it biggest mindset shifts that I had is it's, it's health is an investment. It's not an expense. And so, mm-hmm. you know, I, I would mm-hmm. much rather just be living my life to the fullest. If, 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 uh, if I'm eating, you know, if it's making me feel energized and it's making me feel happy, um, it's an investment, it's not an expense. And, um, we can always start little by little switch out the breakfast and then switch out the lunch, switch out the dinner and it, it, you know, just start day by day and little by little. And then it adds up all of these things that we're doing up, doing add up and then come full circle to change your life completely. Yep. And not, yes, not only yours, for sure. Especially that's follow. something that I have always um, in the future, I'd want to have kids and I always think about it and. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm like, well, I want to have, I want to be eating healthy. I want to make sure that my gut health is in check and my digestion is in check because that also does affect, uh, things like can affect things like fertility. Um, and so I, you know, like I said, I definitely mm-hmm. want kids in the future mm-hmm. and I want my, my babies to have good gut health and be able to eat all the things. And I mean, not all the things, but like, you know, <laughs> you know, like, Healthy things and oh my god, yeah! I've already decided what my first really? my kids' uh, first food's gonna be. Oh my god, it's gonna be bone broth. <laughs> I cannot wait. And baby will be eating salmon roe. Oh my god! Like oh I, yeah, I have thought. Yeah, so no, I, I definitely. I, on on. I feel like I'd want to kind of make my my baby's own food for a little bit or just have like some freezer meals and like yeah oh my gosh just eat these sweet potatoes they're so yes. good <laughs> they're so good and that's the thing because I think we we it, it's convenience and a lot of um kids are being fed these quick snacks that have a ton of chemicals in mm-hmm. them and I don't want to shame anyone mm-hmm. I don't that's the last thing I want to do um but when we start off with those with those foods that's what they'll continue to crave. And it's very, 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 very hard to break that cycle. I've seen it. Um, sugar crave sugar. And it's not even just sugar. It's mm-hmm. highly, highly, highly refined sugar. Um, these oh, really yeah. processed toxic sugars that, um, you know, at such a young age, we, mm-hmm. we really don't want our babies to be consuming. Um, <laughs> but I could do a whole episode on that. I do want to wrap things up here, Cindy. Um, I think you brought such valuable information to the show. I'm so excited to hear what everyone's thoughts are and what feedback we get, because I think, mm-hmm. I think this is definitely going to change some lives. Um, so one last question I've been asking guests because it relates to the show so well, the human experience. Ooh, what, what makes, makes me human? human? 
<laughs> it's a tough one, but take it however you want. Be creative with it. I think whatever. Just it's funny because um, I think sunshine, sunshine, and just being outside in nature. Um, because I used to be mm. like, why do all these people go outside and take walks? <laughs> you know what? What? Why, 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 how is that, (laughs) you know, you're not going to get a sweat on when you walk out. I mean, you could, but I used to think, well, Mm -hmm. that's not really going to help me. And so what makes me just human is just being outside and having the sun hit my face and being in nature and just adventure um, and traveling and trying new food. I mean, I can't, I, I don't even know how many times I've said on the podcast that I'm a huge foodie. <laughs> um, just... <laughs> That's going to be the title of the episode. Like, so those are the things I mean that, that I feel <laughs> make me human and just slowing down. Yeah. Oh, I love that. And I think like full circle, mm-hmm. bring it back to the beginning of the episode where you said mm-hmm. that, you know, I do incorporate play. Oh yeah. It's taken oh, yeah. a lot. And it's something that I'm still down. working on myself. Yeah. Every day it's just a constant practice. Oh. I'm actually about to head out for a walk myself <laughs> with my dog. So I enjoyed having yes. you on the show so much, Cindy. I can't wait for this episode to drop and for everyone to give us their feedback. Um, like I said before, it was very valuable. Um, thank you for having me on the podcast. So thank and you. I mean, congratulations again for starting it and having, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, all right, guys. Well, I hope you enjoyed the show. Um, oh, lastly, where um, you, let's see. So I'm, I'm on Instagram and then I'm on YouTube. So on Instagram, I'm at underscore Cindy Enriquez. And that's C-I-N-D-Y-E-N-R-I-Q-U-E-Z. And then my YouTube channel is Cindy Enriquez. And Perfect. Make no, sure you I would subscribe and, and follow. Recently, and what, I did a whole bunch of healthy food swap videos. So if anyone's looking for healthier swaps, check out that video. Yes. <laughs> now you guys know and know where to go. You have resources. There's no excuse. So I will link those in the show notes for everyone to uh, find you. And yeah, that's all, guys. Thanks for listening. And Thanks for listening, guys, to another episode of the Human Experience Podcast. I do always appreciate your love via Instagram DMs and now any ratings or reviews that you have to give my podcast. I would love to hear your feedback. I'd love to hear your thoughts on it. Um, And of course, feel free to share with friends and family so that others can hear my voice too. Until next time.